Hello, welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager of Voting Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson, who has not been nominated for 40 Under 40 again. You keep looking and it's just not there, is it? I just, every time I open the magazine up for the, hey, here's the 40 Under 40. I would think it and I would get that posthumously. Humously? Yes. Posthumously. Is that right? You're Post- the word guy. Well, I had it until you said it three times. Post- post- posthumously. Oh, crap. I don't know. Posthumously. No, I think it's humously. Posthumously. Oh, let's not look like idiots when they're very, right out of the gate. Okay. Siri, spell posthumously. 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 Oh, All right. T. Posthumously. I think she said it wrong. Could be. Um, so you keep looking and your name is still not there. Still not there. It's like the old carpenter said, I cut it three times and it's still too short. Still too short. Or uh, my, my grandfather used to say, the blind man who picked up his hammer and saw. Oh, the blind carpenter. He thought that his, was the funniest joke in the world. Picked up his hammer and saw? Picked up his hammer and saw. Robbie, did you ever hear of the blind carpenter? He picked Rob, up his Rob, hammer and Rob, saw. Rob, Robbie's not on the show anymore. <laughs> no, my grandfather called me Robbie. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were looking for the last guy. Uh, that's pretty funny. All right. Um, yeah, 40 under 40. Uh, what is, uh, how many years are they going to run this? Well, it started off 30 uh, under 30. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't do that very long. Am I wrong? Uh, I think they... I think they did it a couple of years. You're right. I think they've done 40 under 40 longer. I think so. Mm. I wonder if they're ever going to do like a, uh, it's like 50 over 50 is too many. Although with the average age of the flooring contractor over 50 years old now, so maybe it would make sense. But I think 50, you couldn't, you can't do 50 over 50. That's just the, the numbers don't work. I think you might have to do, what if you, you could do 40 under 50. I don't know. Four. Wait a minute. Think it out loud here. Wait a minute. You just messed it up. 50 50 under 50. You said 50 over 50. You're trying to lump yourself in. I see where you're going. (laughs) That's brilliant. There you go. See? You want to change. I get it. Now if they change the wording, Mm -hmm. 30 over 30, boom, you can be in. Yes. 40 over 40. Uh, yes, you want to go the other way, not 40 under, 40, 40 over. over. You know what? I, I Highlanders really... in every year. Uh, not every year. Um, you know what? That's the, I actually hadn't thought about that way, honest to God, but I, now that you do, it's pretty brilliant. Good work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Eh, once right. in a while. All right, Renault, I'm just kidding. Uh, congrats to all, all the, all the uh, anybody who ever wins a 40 under 40 or 30 under 30, whatever it is. I mean, congrats, man. It's, 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 it's fabulous. It's, it's a great honor. I know that the, uh, that I don't think they want any more nominees. I think they already have all the nominees for the next group of, of, of people. So I always look forward to, to see who the next talented group is and, and excited for anybody who wins. All right, Rob, what is on your mind? Um, what, what's today's show about? Thinking outside the box for your business. Is that what we're going with today? Is that you seriously had to ask me that? Thinking outside of the box. I'm looking yeah, at my paperwork yes. here, and I think that's the one we're going with. Yeah, that's that's what we'll go with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about that? 
I think if you had thought outside the box and and uh, about what show we were going to do about an hour before the show, it would have been nice. Well, we no, have you know, two. We have three that we're doing today, so I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay, I think this is look in this in this time, uh, you, you know, with the short staffs that we all have, um, I think this is a great topic because. To me, this whole the whole reason for being in business right now and, and with the where we are in the industry in this era is maximizing getting the most you possibly can for yourself out of your business. And thinking outside the box, we talk about other things. I mean, it all comes down to this is is how do you make more money? And Rob says, Oh, people think I'm greedy, and it's not greedy at all. It's it's you need this, you deserve this. There's a lot of people that can't do this. It's terribly difficult doing floors. And we, you know, with the, the tools that are out there to help you today, anything that you can do to think outside the box and make more money for yourself, if you're leaving any stones unturned, I, I think maybe this is good, good to talk about because especially when the demand is so great right now, you don't ever want to have that. And I've had the feeling before, I think we've all had that, that I've left money on the table. There's a, that's, a, that's a bad feeling. To, to, and, and for leaving money on the table for a job is bad. Leaving money on the table for a career is criminal. Uh, I, I, I always say you got to think about you know this this this. Think about you on your shoulder, an old man, seventy year old man. I used to say sixty year old man. I keep I, I keep, <laughs> I, keep, I, keep I keep moving it up and uh, more. But you have to think about that guy. That's you, twenty years from now or thirty years from now, and you're going to get. God forbid, you. Know, I mean, you're going to get there one day. It's going to happen. It, you know, and and I think so some, the thing about slow change is is very very difficult sometimes to react to and deal with because it takes so so long for it to happen so like if if it's going to rain tomorrow you know obviously it's going to rain i got to button down hatches i it's 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 the it's it's now the sense of urgency is now but for things that that develop over many many years and decades don't seem as urgent so we sometimes don't react to them appropriately so I think if you take time to, 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 uh, with this show and maybe maybe think that there, that maybe you're missing something, maybe you can look at another way that you can maximize your earnings or your career. That was freaking brilliant. I just made that up right on the. Oh, on the, I tell you, man, that's that was, why you're a god. That's why you're a podcast god. Just just like that. It's just me. things like that. Just yeah, rolling, man. Man, just mm. rolling. That's so good. All right, Rob. So, all right, thinking outside the box. Thinking outside the box. So, you know, I think we're going to talk about some ideas to take a look at your business, thinking outside the box. And, of course, when I, you know, see these things and read about this stuff and talk about it, I just want to kick myself for not thinking of this when I had my own business. And this one almost goes completely against the grain for me. Like, I never care what anybody else is doing. You do you. You know, see that by, see that by your shirt selection. What? <laughs> you can tell that by your shirt selection. Sorry, You're, go ahead. <laughs> you do you. What's wrong with the shirt? It's a nice shirt. It's a uh, Wrangler. Do you have suspenders that go with that? Because it feels like you should be wearing suspenders with it. No, it's my Tiger Woods Sunday last day of the golf tournament shirt. Hmm, okay. All, All right. right. So, one thing I'd, I wish that I had looked at, and I never thought about it. The mirror? Sorry, I don't know oh, why. Oh, listen to I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. It, it, oh. It, it, that was there. You you can't so be good. mad about that. Sorry. 
please. Oh, you're ha- you know, this is why my buddy Pete. It's not going to be good when you two finally meet. He's going to kick the crap out of you. Yeah, I know. He's not a big guy. He, is he? Huh? Is he big? He's a good-sized guy. He's he's no little guy. Actually, I bet you and him are right around the same size, same build. Actually, I think you and him would be a good fight. Pretty masculine guy there, though. Uh, but he's got some anger, you know? Pete's got oh. some anger in him, too. Uh, I know you do, too. That mm. could be a pretty good fight. Sounds like a good fight. Yeah, sounds like I, a, actually sounds like a pretty good fight. I'd like yeah. to watch it. He's a hockey player, too, so. Mm, got something on me, then. He's got, yeah, you know, he's got that. But, man, every time I talk to him, he's like, man, that Wayne is awfully mean to you. I'm like, no, I don't, really? You think so? He's, yeah, and I can see it in his eyes when he says yeah, that. He doesn't like, like yeah. it. Yeah, no. He's a little older than me, so, it, you know, it's like mm-hmm. an older brother thing. Well, that's like that. on my side, then. That's good. I actually, really? What are you, 62? Yeah. He's 61. I beat up guys twice his age. I bet you have. Mm -hmm. I bet bet you have. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. All right. So, thinking outside the box for your business, what's my competition doing better than me? Where for all of the, you know, I always thought, "Eh, I don't care what anybody else is doing. This is what I do. This is how I do it. But in today's society, I think this is definitely something you got to look at. If you want to be at the top of the heap, what's my competitor doing better than I'm doing? I, I think it's important to know what your competition is doing, but it's bad for setting strategy for your company. So I think it, I think it is important to know what they're doing. That's important. But I think you have to go with your strength. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I agree with you. Okay, I think you have I, to go with your strength, but it is I good agree. to know. You stick with your strength, but mm-hmm. you're not listening. You're just thinking of what you're going to say next. No, I got you. What's I, he doing? What What are they doing better than I'm doing? Are they doing marketing better than I'm doing? Are they doing, you know, what are they doing better? And it's not that I'm going to set my strategy to it, but you don't want to be in the dark either. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think oh, of. Uh, oh my God, he just he just agreed with me. Mm-hmm. What are we? Twenty minutes into the show. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of that. Uh, what about competition better? I think that's a, that's important. If you look around, like your the guys in your area, or whatever, and kind of look at their business model and whatever, and, and is it social media? And is it marketing or whatever? Or, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think that's like some pretty smart. Because uh, I, I, it gives you a chance to be honest about where you stand. Uh, yeah. I remember, I, remember um, I don't know who's ever told me, but if you don't know why, what your advantage is in business, then that's a serious problem. Like, you need to know what your advantage is. Like, why would someone use you? So I think that's a good point. What do they call that? What do they call that? Social responsibility? No, well, like, it, it could be a value proposition or your, uh, what is it, uh, CSR? No, I'm trying to think of CSR. What's that? Corporate, corporate, social. corporate social responsibility. Corporate social responsibility. That would be something that if you're a competitor, let's say you and your competitor, you both do fantastic work. But the big difference is, is he's involved with the community and you're not, you know, that's well, something I'm going to take a look at and say, hey, that's what my competition is doing a little bit better. And, I, you know, this was, years ago, this would be a nothing. Like, who would care? You're in business, they're in right. business, and who yeah, cares? Exactly. But remember, remember we had Grayson Deal on? Um, um, 
and it, they plant a tree for every every floor that they do for somebody. Right. You know what I mean? I think messages like that are very important now. Uh, Jason Carter up there in the Michigan does a lot of stuff for uh, for for uh, St. Jude's or some cancer, uh, something to do with cancer, breast cancer and what have you. So I, I think the, Chris those SZA. Things, Chris SZA is another guy. He's all example. over. A great example of who's out there working the community and yeah, why you know who knows and, him and why. And each of these people would do it on their own without with whatever, but but it, it's part of his life. It's part of who he is, and I think it's important to to put that out there. And right. I agree with that. It, it didn't used to be years ago; no one would care. But I I think now. You have to have a story or people love a story. Anyhow, that's why everybody's on TikTok all the time, watching all these videos or whatever. They want to connect with something. And I think if, if you're just a, you know, a corporate, like a name or whatever, with not a lot behind it, I, I think that's something to, to maybe, maybe have a look at. That definitely, go ahead. I, I wasn't that way. I, we didn't do that. I didn't, I wasn't that way. I wasn't touchy and feely at all. And, and it was probably a mistake. And I don't think I would do business like that anymore. I think you have to find a way to connect with people a little bit differently. That was a different time, though. That's what I mean. I, I think it was, yeah, and yeah, I don't want to sound like the old guy cop out, but back in the 80s and 90s, people just weren't, you know, people just weren't doing that. I wonder what John Wayne would have been like if he was alive in this era. <laughs> he wouldn't have right? been like John Wayne, right? No, he, I don't think so. he wouldn't have been like John Wayne. No, thank God he isn't. Yep. Well, that kind of leads us right into the next bullet. What makes you unique? Where well, you were talking about the story, what's your story? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, people want to hear a story. People definitely want to hear some kind of story. So, I think that's something that you really need to focus focus on. Or folk on. Uh, so. Or or folk on. <laughs> Yeah, focus um, is a really uh, quick way to say focus. Yeah, it is. Or foci. I'm going to try and get that going. That's good. I, I like it. Yeah. 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 Um, you know something? Uh, so you could say, well, what difference does it make I'm booked? I'm my my schedule's booked, right? Um, almost it's not like a big deal to be booked anymore for a lot of people because, you know, everybody's booked, but how would they, why would you, to, to get booked at the various high end of what people will pay, I think is where that comes in. Um, and why I think it's so important. Um, I, again, I just keep going back to everything is like, everybody wants a personal touch. Now we had, um, uh, Chris on, um, last week talking about charging for estimates. And, and how important it is to give them a customer experience. And I, I tell you that I could not agree more in, in this, in this, it's just a different world now where everybody's so busy and whatever, and, and the customer service is so bad in a lot of cases that to have that personal touch and experience and be unique and whatever, I, I think all that adds to it anymore. And it didn't used to matter years ago. So if you're an old school floor guy, for instance, I think it might be tougher for them to change than than younger people coming up, but it's it's definitely a you know a different climate right now, and I think it's important. And I actually, you know what, I actually think it makes business more fun anyhow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, to act, yeah. To it's, act, it's not that's not going to kill you. No. To have some to, fun during all this. And you uh, add more like a boutique feel to it. Like like look look how impersonal Home Depot is in Lowe's, um, compared to what you can offer them. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's huge, and you have to sell that. And damn it, you should be paid for it too. So, absolutely. All right, next bullet. What problems do we solve better? And as soon as I said that, all I started thinking about was Sprague Lint. Mm -hmm. I mean, think of all the stuff that he just walks right into. Yeah. You, you know, stuff that's over 200 years old. Nobody's mm -hmm. ever seen it. It's probably amazing the stuff that he could go into of what he's seen that nobody has ever seen just because of where he works and the age of the stuff that he works on. So talk about being a, you know, master problem solver. Uh, big time. And obviously he's one of the best. Um, what do we, what problems do we solve better? Um, I, I listened to. Let's, uh, let's do if it was Highlander floors. What did you guys do that you solved better? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can tell you this. If I told you the job was going to start on a certain date, and it was going to end on a certain date. Unless there's a nuclear bomb in our, we're, that's what's going to happen. I mean, we will 100% start on time and finish on time. I don't care what it takes. Uh, and I could probably count on one hand in all my career that we didn't weren't able to do that. And you had great personal sacrifice to me, <laughs> maybe too much. Um, you know, but um, when you talk about what we can solve better, I remember someone saying, if, if you know, you, you got to know when you're going into business, what what you have over everybody else, what is your advantage? And I keep going back to that because I think it's so true. If you try to advertise to the masses anymore, it's not near as effective. If you can find a niche group to, to appeal to, like maybe it's moms with children. I mean, maybe that's your niche. Maybe because, you know, you use certain finishes and, and products or whatever, the, the VOC, whatever, maybe that's your niche. And I know people who have done that that said, look, our, our, our niche is we're gonna be environmentally friendly. We're the environmentally friendly company. And that's is our niche. And yeah, they'll pick up business from other people who don't care about that. They just know that they have a good reputation, but their niche is going after this specific slice of pie customer. So, uh, you know, it was interesting when I found that out that you're not, when, when you're advertising to be effective, you don't, you can't just blast out everything to everybody. You, then you're not important to, to anybody. You have to find out where you fit in. Now, I think that's uh, that's very smart. Hmm. You think that's very smart because it just rolled right off of your tongue. Yes. Yeah, I get it. I, what I said, what I meant was, I think what I said was very smart. Yeah, I, that's what I meant. Yeah. Nothing but nuggets. Thank you. You are just spewing nuggets all day today, huh? You know, you know why? Because we we're, we're doing this podcast for the first time ever in the middle of the day, and the so brain is not just. You're not beat down, huh? Yes, yes. You're not... <laughs> energy, almost too much energy. <laughs> Life hasn't beat the crap out of you, usually mm -hmm. on our Friday afternoon podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what problems do we solve better? Am I staying current with the latest trends? Oh, I think that's that's kind of a no-brainer. Well, I say it's a no-brainer, but then I look at, you know, sometimes running into those people that are still 40, 80 satin poly guys. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. But, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to start to move the needle, trends. Well, trends I, and fads are where the money is. 
So this is right down your avenue too, Rob. Oh, it's because I can't wait to hear this. Okay, stay, stay tuned. Okay, okay. You'll, like, you'll, you'll like this a lot. Okay. It's okay. Coming. This all also uh, applies to training. Do you are, have you seen the new the new uh, platinum the uh, diamond sanding plates that we have that can save you money on these type of floors? Have you seen the new products that are out there that can make you money? What that, that that answer the trends that are out there today? How was that, Rob? Oh, boy, boy, I slapped myself on that one. Yeah, yeah you should. Yeah, that that was a yeah. Yeah, slapped to myself. Uh, you know what? I see the problem when we do these this during the middle of the day. My brain is so strong. You know, and it, it, it is so fast at this time of day. And I think yours is like the same all day long. All day, so, every day. So yes, I think exactly. By the, by yeah. the end of the day, when my brain power comes down, uh, we're more similar. So we got to start doing these Thursday, Friday afternoon. Stay Evening. there. Evening. Not not Monday mornings. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, you're just all full of it today. Too much power in my brain for this type of day. Just keep in the back of your head. Every every bad thing you say, Sherman (laughs) hears it. Pete hears every one of them. And he's got a memory. Is it it Sherman or Pete? Sherman. Pete Sherman. How how many guys I got to fight? Just Pete. (laughs) Okay. Just him. (laughs) You'll give me some warning, though, when when I, you know, that he's coming. No, not at all. I'm just going to be at the I truly kick the crap out of you that's what i think was yeah i'll, I'll be at the nwfa one day and someone will cold cock me it'll be and, and you're gonna know yeah okay all right he ain't gonna run either he'll stand right over you that's a problem i got a bad knee i can't really run i can't chase him <laughs> okay ah here this one how do we continue to meet clients current needs yeah um back to the whole social media thing i mean so many people are going that way you know i look at it from you the way you and i looked at it from when we were doing business we did the TikTok show first it was facebook and then instagram now it's TikTok. you need to really be keeping up on all this stuff well the last job i did with my uncle stan we we i never forget he took the the portable uh table saw 10 inch table saw makita at the time he sat it down on the living room rug and we started ripping boards can you imagine today going into somebody's house with a table <laughs> saw and running a table saw on a living room plug uh floor rug i said rug and floor and i went and i and i, I combined the two uh the the flood yes your your brain is faster than your mouth today yes so um look again i mean putting their their peace of mind that you're using dust containment systems and yet you're doing all this and i would show them man i i would i i would i would turn it more into a salesman than ever before because i've realized um i mean i kind of knew it at the time when i was doing floors but i realized much later Man, you, to, to, at the end of the year, when you bounce the books at the end of the year, did we have a great year or a good year? We just, okay, kind of year. Uh, the difference in being a sales guy out there and sell, and, and, and it's not a negative connotation that you're selling your worth and your quality and what you add to the job, I think is so important now. Because I want to now 
like I think we got the advantage now. You know, it's like, like in in um, you know, people are not going back to work now, and people have laid down and they're not working like they were. So 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 the working force has a has an advantage over management. You know, one day that table might turn, and God help <laughs> when, when management finally gets the power <laughs> back, they will. They, you know, but but for the flooring contractors, I feel like okay, finally. Because I remember in 2007, I hope people never forget this. I'll never forget this. It was a lesson for me that these contractors, I'm talking about general contractors and homeowners, realized that things were slow and they were taking your bid, four bucks a square foot. Well, I can give you 275 a square foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when that when it was the other way around, they were shopping you hard. Okay. This is the other way around now. And so you want to make sure you get paid. You, I want to get, I want to extract every dollar I can from that from that client. Okay, I know it's going to be worth it to them. I know, even if they don't know, the value, the long term value is going to be off the charts. So I have no no problem getting as much money as I can for that client and and not feeling one bit guilty about it because I know the value. I've seen people spend ten thousand dollars for an eight by ten area rug. So. You know, uh, to me, but if you cannot get that information, I'm going to tell you when, when I became a when I became a, a, a sales rep in the first year, maybe a year and a half or two years that I was a sales rep, uh, I was very good at doing floors, as most anybody listening to this podcast probably is. But I was not good at talking about how how, how to do floors. You know what I mean? I was not I wasn't a great sales guy, and I was standing next to a guy who didn't know nothing about floors. This is a different time, you, you know, it was a different time. It was uh, that didn't know anything about floors, but he was a great sales rep. So if you, if you put both of us in a room together and you brought in civilians, people not in the industry, and I, I talked about floors and finishes and stuff like that, and he spoke, at the end of the day, they would say, that guy pointing to the other guy, not me, is the real pro. And what, what a shame for me. What it was criminal because all the work I put in and all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, this guy didn't, but he sounded better than me. And that was a very smart lesson, a powerful lesson for me. So what what I'm saying is for a floor guy bidding the job, if you if you go in there and say we do three coats of this and we sand it to this, whatever, and here's your it's four bucks or whatever it is, a square foot or five or whatever, who cares? And you don't upsell and add that personal touch and whatever because at the end of the year I keep going back to. It's in my control to end up the year with, I'm just gonna throw numbers out there. I don't even wanna throw numbers out there because everybody's different. I could end up with this amount at the end of the year or I could end up with 35% more at the end of the year because I took the time to do these things, by the way, these things that are not causing my knees to go bad, not causing my you know, my, my back to hurt. These are just, just things that I would need to teach myself to, 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 to better the business. And for this old guy that's going to be 75 years old uh, one day, and you know you got to think about that guy and take care of that guy. So I, I like this this topic of thinking outside the box. It, it, everybody says that thinking outside the box. It's become cliche now, but I really think that if you take the time to do this and what it could mean at the end of the end of the, the year, and extrapolate that to how many years do I have left in this trade, I, I think it adds up to a tremendous amount. And, and you and I talk about this, and for, for some of the reasons we're passionate about doing this podcast, really, in the end of the day, 
is that we've both been there. We both made mistakes. We know how freaking hard this job is, and we want to see people be successful. And 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 to you know, we talked about it before. You get into that learning curve where you're making the most possible money in your career, get there quicker, and stay there longer. And damn it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. The um, the diamond sanding plates uh, is one of those tools that less aggravation, less hard work on your hands and knees and, and what have you, and, and just a cleaner job. And, and, but being able to also, it's important to have the technology, but to also be able to, to relay it to the, to the clients and, and the value that you're adding. I look back at, I thought when I was doing estimates, I thought I was a good salesman. I had a great batting average, but the mistake that I made, especially after meeting and talking with everybody that we have since we've been doing the show, doing the schools and everything, man, I just scratched the surface. I got a good price. I didn't get a great price. Yes. And I could have got a great price if I had worked the sale a little bit better. Like I said, I was a pretty good salesman. I had a great batting average, you know, and man, if I had just thought, Let's really up that price, but really up my sales game too. I think that's a no-brainer. Okay, I thought what you, what you said was so important, and I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, I don't know what the express camera the expression, but good gets in the way of great. Um, there, I also thought I got I got a really I, good. I think the expression is, is don't let great get in the way of good. That don't make any sense. That's I mean, great, great, great is better than good. I know that. So but you a lot want, of people think you want good to settle, is good. Yeah, you want to settle for good and not get to great. Right. Don't let me, don't let me lose my point because you said something brilliant there. Okay. <laughs> so first I'm going to give it up to you. But, here, but I made the same mistake, and I think this is very important. You know, I thought, okay, yeah, we got a good price on this. But maybe I could have got a great price on this. Yes, and, you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. Yes, and exactly. So, so that so that can be a mistake. We thought, yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good price. I can, you know, I, or it could have been, holy smokes, that was a great price we got. And now, if I did that three more times this month, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so, I, that's where I was a dummy. Is every once in a while you do get that great price, and man, you, you're driving, singing, you're going home, window down, singing. Right, you're you're on high. You're, you're as high as can be. You're, and you're I, like, why didn't I keep that going? Why didn't I always go for the the great price? I don't know, crazy, but now people should take advantage of it. The reason I like hanging around with you, Rob, is because you're like Hank Williams. Like <laughs> you didn't put out a lot of stuff. You know, you didn't put out a lot of stuff, but it's just the simple brilliance of what he says sometimes that like. Every, every once in a while, you'll say something like that, and I go, damn, that is, I, I, I was saying that in a 300 words to get there, but you, that was brilliant what you said, and I think that's a very good point, is maybe because you got good prices, you were happy, but you could have got great prices, and if you, if you extrapolate that out, I think what a difference it could have made, so that's, yeah. a, that's a very good point. Wow. He said that a few times. I, I'm, I might listen to this show. Mm-hmm. You know, Wayne, this has been a good show. I've got a ton of ideas, but I think what everybody should do after you listen to this show, maybe sit down and write some things down that maybe you can start thinking of your own ways 
uh, thinking out of the box for your own business. Uh, I like that. And, you know, sometimes change is hard. So maybe pick like of your list, pick down, pick two or three that I'm going to get better at. You know what I mean? Or, uh, and also I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm very much a goal setter, set a goal, set a goal. And, uh, and see, like we've done podcasts before, how much, how much you think that you're spending on the job versus how much you really are. Like you said, Chris is a, uh, that that idea where he puts everything he uses in a, in, on a job in the in a plastic bag, and every single thing, even the even every every edger paper, scraper disc that he threw away, everything, and itemizes what my jobs actually cost. I, I love that's a great starting place. That is a classic thinking outside of the box, huh? Yeah, that was very, that was awesome. Smart. First time I heard that, I was like, that yeah. is brilliant. And Chris Zizza's on the on the NWA podcast with Brett Miller. They do a really good job. So I, I think that's a great place to start. And then um, maybe find like two or three things that you can change and then set a goal. And, and the, to me, the goal is how good am I at these? How, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of this is practicing yourself. If, if like Chris, Chris said uh, on, the, on the last uh, podcast, you know, when he first tried to sell it to a homeowner, it didn't sound, you know, he, he wasn't prepared to really say it and pitch it. So he didn't feel comfortable doing it. So I think this requires time of, of, of practicing it, saying it in front of a mirror over and over and over again till you become second nature. Um, maybe have pictures and books and podcasts, or not pod, but sorry, me again, uh, uh, iPads that you can show your work. Uh, but so I think, yep, great, great, great job, Rob. I, I appreciate it. And thank you for, for, for bringing this to us because this is some really good information. And yeah, you're so smart. Uh, I, I really don't want to get beat up by Pete. Uh, Peace. I, I, it's too late. You think I, there's no yeah, coming back? Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, he's a dog right. with a bone. Yep. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. could call. You could call him off though. Do I want to though? Hmm. We all like to see a good fight. Two old yeah, gamers going at yeah. it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a short fight. I don't have a lot of time. Okay. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Rob. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.